The trade deadline has come and gone. The Cardinals have done absolutely nothing. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, that's not entirely true, I guess. We did trade Jed Jerko to give the Dodgers some salary relief. Picked up Tony Singrani, left-handed pitcher who's uh, going to be on the disabled list for the rest of the season before he hits free agency. So there was that. And there was those two left-handed pitchers that we picked up uh, basically for cash considerations. Uh, if you're a Cardinals fan, today is an incredibly frustrating day. And we're going to hear what John Mazalok's comments are about this trade deadline. And it doesn't actually help anything. And I've got a, I've got a take on that that I believe is probably going to be shared by a lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of people in the media. We're going to get to that. Um, we're also going to hear from you, your uh, Twitter comments, asked uh, what your thoughts were on this. Unsurprisingly, the bulk of them overwhelmingly negative considering the lack of moves, and not just the lack of moves, but some of the players that did get moved, you see what they got moved for. And you're thinking to yourselves, why couldn't why couldn't the Cardinals do this? I thought they were all in on 2019. Well, hey, you know what, newsflash, we all did. And I don't know what's going to happen to Mo. I, I have a feeling, though, that this trade line, this trade deadline will likely cost him his job if the Cardinals miss out barely on the postseason. And I do mean barely. You know, if something happens and they fall apart and they miss the postseason by like, I don't know, six, seven, eight games, I don't know that he's going to lose his job over that. I, amazingly enough, right? Because that means even if you had the right piece that you could trade for likely still wasn't going to happen. You miss by a game, you miss by a couple of games, that's a different story. And I think there's going to be a lot of issues there. Now, conversely, if they just completely went in the tank and and fell off the map and finished fourth or fifth, well, yeah, I think something's going to happen there too. But like we heard from uh, Mark Saxon yesterday, the thing we have to remember is Bill DeWitt's a part of this as well. And... Um, it's it's just mind-boggling what that front office with the Cardinals is doing. Because we don't know what they are doing. We don't know what the plan is. It seems like a constant. All right, well, we, we can't trade this guy. We can't trade that guy because we need them for in a couple of years when we're really competing. The problem is two years is always two years away. This is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day, even on days when it's frustrating like this. Uh, today's episode brought to you in part by Bombas. It's the best socks in the history of feet. Uh, save 20% on your first pair when you go to bombas.com. In fact, when you buy a pair, they give a pair. It's pretty easy. Just go to bombas.com slash locked to save 20% on your first order today. You can find us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
your favorite smart device, whether that's uh, Google Home or an Echo or the Apple HomePod, whatever the case might be, you can find us there. So, well, you know, just fair warning, this episode is, is going to be a lot of ranting. Uh, this episode is going to be a lot of gnashing of teeth. And uh, there's a lot of questions that, that need to be answered by this front office. Before we get on that, though, uh, we know the real, right? Three big things. Let's roll it. Well, arguably the, uh, the biggest deal of, of the trade deadline, Zach Grinke going to Houston for a package of prospects and Arizona eating a lot of that money. I don't know why St. Louis didn't step in there because, you know, well, I know Grinky was had them on their no trade list, but he had like everybody on his no trade list. St. Louis could have eaten all that money. Could have done something. And we're going to get more into that later. Grinky, though, going to Houston. Number two. Not that it's somebody the Cardinals needed or would even want, but Nick Castellanos going to the Cubs. In fact, the Cubs and Brewers, and I don't have all the deals that they made, but they're trading for pitchers and uh, relief pitchers and position players and basically improving their team so they have a better chance of making a run at the postseason. You know who didn't do that? The Cardinals. Number three. And finally, um, a lot of people really voicing their displeasure about this, but... Oddly enough, there's a contingent of fans out there that are sticking up for Mo, that he made the right choice. And, I mean, he could have, I guess. But after four years of inaction, or three years of inaction, you, you would assume with his team in first place, he would take the jump, he would take the risk, and he would finally do something to make this team better. Finally. Help this team out. Hey, guys, I need you to show me what you can do before I'm willing to invest in this team. So they did it. They're in first place. Well, tied for first after tonight after losing 2-0 to the Cubs. Goldschmidt, by the way, going two for four. His uh, He's really coming around now. Anyway, that being said, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to help this team. And what kind of message does that send to the team? Do you believe in them? Hmm? Incredibly frustrating. So circling back to the Zach Grinky thing, I don't know that Grinky would have approved a deal to St. Louis. But I don't know that they even that they even tried. I, I, I really, really don't know. Uh, in fact, after the trade deadline was over, here is uh, John Mazalak in his own words explaining the Cardinals' lack of activity. You know, I, I can understand why fans would, would feel that way or, or people, but, you know, in fairness, you know, for the last week, we've been working tirelessly to try to do something. And, and uh, you know, it's always when you have deadlines and you don't come up with something, you know, people aren't happy. Uh, but, you know, I can't come up with an excuse that's going to make that go away. Or, but I hope people realize that, you know, we're still excited about our club. We still think... Um, we can win well again i i mean in all fairness to that question or statement it's you weren't we're not going to do an irrational deal just to say we did one right i I mean i can sense sort of the frustration in the air here that oh you guys didn't do anything but 
what if we had done something and just been bad? And and so then we read about that too. So, you know, the object of, of this or the goal of this is to try to make successful and smart deals. And we just didn't feel we were at a point where we could do that. And we weren't just going to do it to just say we did it. You know, starting with like a, a Dylan Carlson. We weren't going to trade Carlson just for a... a 10 starts or 11 starts, right? Um, so that became something that, you know, when your system isn't that deep, you get asked and hit on that a lot. All right. So that was, uh, that was, that was Mo in his own words. And uh, I should have mentioned this in the three big things. I know I mentioned it at the top of the show. They were a little bit active. Jed Jerko going to the Dodgers, right? For uh, a minor leaguer and Tony Singrani. Basically, the trade deadline, they subs- they subtracted money is what they did. Uh, we're going to break down Mo's comments in our uh, next segment. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day, even on the frustrating days. And uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us in Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite smart device, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. We're going to be right back. Hey, it's Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite smart device. You can even listen to us in the car, the brand-new Himalaya Podcast app. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We'd love feedback on the show. You can email me directly, moose at onairwithmoose.com. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to have some fun with this. And uh, like I said, much gnashing of teeth in this episode. Much frustration needs to be aired out. We, uh, at the end of our last segment, we heard from Mo on why the, uh, on, the, on the quiet activity at the trade deadline. And uh, let me see if I can find the spot. But there's, there's one part I want to focus in on in particular. Let's listen. We can win. Well, again, I, I mean, in all fairness to that question or statement, it's... The, you weren't, we're not going to do an irrational deal just to say we did one, right? I, I mean, I can sense sort of the frustration in the air here that, oh, you guys didn't do anything. But what if we had done something and it just been bad? What if we had done something and it just been bad? Oh, you mean like the Greg Holland deal? You mean, by, you mean like your incomplete inability to measure talent? Uh, I mean, it, it, I'm at the point now, and I, I, I like I like what Mo has done. But if he's too scared to make a move, and and if I hear one more thing about oh the you know, the Cardinals can't mortgage their future, what's more important, winning now, winning a World Series now, or the idea that you might win a World Series in three to four years? On MLB Network, they were talking about this. More and more clubs are worried about prospects. They're worried about players with control than they are about actually winning. It doesn't make any sense. The Cardinals are among those teams. I get it. The farm system's a little thin. No, I don't want you to trade Dylan Carlson. I don't want you to trade uh, Nolan Gorman. Not if you don't have to. And I, and I get what he says. You know, you're not going to trade one of those guys for 10 to 15 starts or whatever the case might be. That may be from a Zach Wheeler or somebody like that. But you take a look at that Bauer trade. And we talked about this on yesterday's episode. 
You take a look at that Bauer trade, and you see what the Reds threw in. Yeah, they had a prospect, and they had Puig. Not only that, but you look at the Zach Wheeler deal. They weren't asking for Gorman. They weren't asking for Carlson. They wanted one of Bader or O'Neill in that deal. Some major league-ready talent. And he balked. I don't know about you, Bader can't even hit over 200 right now, and he may fix his swing. I'm not sure. And he does have elite defense in the center field. But yes, you trade that to help upgrade your pitching staff. Is it possible Bader breaks out and becomes somebody amazing in New York? Yeah, well, sure. It's always possible. Look what's happened to Fam. On the other hand, you know, you take a look at Alan Craig and what's happened to him. It doesn't make any sense. And those comments from Mo that we just heard, he sounds like a scared little boy. I don't want to make a wrong trade. You guys might talk about that too. You can hear it in his voice. Well, I can't do anything right. And, you know, if I make a bad trade, you're going to get on to me. If I don't do anything, you're going to get on to me. No. You take a look at all the players he's missed out on. You take a look at, look at the fact that they didn't even talk to Max Scherzer and he was basically waiting on the Cardinals to call. Can you imagine what the Cardinals would have been like if they had Scherzer right now? Wouldn't even be having this conversation. Period. I don't, I don't understand this front office's inability to move. People can talk about Walt Jonkety being bad and ruining the farm system all they want, but they got a lot of winning from him, didn't they? They got superstar players from them, didn't they? You know, uh, one of these guys in our fantasy baseball conversation that we have on Twitter, he brings up a good point. There's nothing wrong with Paul Goldschmidt and his personality. I love Paul Goldschmidt. He's my favorite player on the team. How many players on there, though, will uh, speak up or speak out? Better question. How many of them have done that and then are suddenly traded no matter what their skill level is? Remember the thing in Sports Illustrated? It was Sports Illustrated, right? With Tommy Pham? All of a sudden, he's with the Rays. Mm-hmm. You take a look at Matheny. What was Matheny's hallmark? He was basically a stooge to the front office. And then you turn around and you see what uh, Schilt did. You know, they put Schilt in as the interim GM, or excuse me, manager. And then all of a sudden, after 37 games, he's got the job. Why? Because he's a front office guy. Front office guy. They're not giving him any lip. The players that they got, not really giving him any kind of lip. It's one of the most frustrating aspects about this front office that, that Mo doesn't like to be questioned. Mo doesn't like answering questions. Mo doesn't want to give the impression that he's not in control. Mo doesn't want to give the impression that he doesn't know what he's talking about. When it's becoming more and more clear that the brains behind this run of success was Loon Howe. By the way, the Astros GM there, he's the one that just went out and got Zach Grinky. He's the one with one of the most super-powered powerhouse teams in the major leagues. He takes chances. What does Mo do? I don't want to mortgage the future. I don't want to give up this guy or that guy. Here's the thing. Unless you're going after like somebody nuts like Noah Syndergaard, who likely wasn't even worth it in the first place, you weren't going to have to give those guys up. 
That's the whole thing about this. And enough is enough. Mo has to go. There needs to be a fresh voice. It's four years of not helping this team. Four years of mediocrity. They're tied for first place with the Cubs. Yes. But let's not kid ourselves. That's not so much that the Cardinals are great. They have played great ball coming out of the All-Star break. But overall, the reason they were even in that position to catch the Cubs and pull ahead at least for a game for now is the fact that the Cubs played down to their level, not that the fact that the Cards played up. And let's not kid ourselves, too. Let's just say the Cardinals win the division. They go to the postseason. They're probably going to have to face the Dodgers. If not the Dodgers, they're going to have to face one of Atlanta or the Nationals or whoever wins that division. By the way, Atlanta reloaded, too, and got better. Do you, do you think the Cardinals could beat the Dodgers in the postseason? Do you think the Cardinals could beat the Braves right now in the postseason? I don't. I don't think they get the pitching to do it. Shoot, the offense is starting to come around, but look how many people they left in scoring position tonight. Couldn't get a guy over from third to save their life. This team needed help, and the front office let them down. Period. Earlier I asked you, I wanted to hear from you. What is your take on all this? What was it that you wanted to see? Hmm? I said, give me your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Mark Hayden, he said, this is the equivalent of being on the clock in a fantasy draft, not finding your target in the queue, and grabbing the first name you recognize, only to draft someone who was released three weeks ago from training camp. That's his take on the Tony Singrani thing. We know now that was basically just a salary swap, but still, at the trade deadline, instead of helping the team, you subtract payroll. Jed Jerko probably could have helped you out more. Uh, at shock, shocker Eric 56, Eric Miller. Just another deadline that the front office screwed the fan base. They're all about the money, money, money. Hashtag fire mo. He also said, I am a Cardinals fan since the 60s. Should say was because I'm done with this club. Feel sorry for the players since the front office just bleepity bleep them. Uh, Steven Feistel, S. Feistel 1. Hashtag fire mode. There's no excuse to sit on your hands with this winnable division. If they don't make the playoffs this year, we won't be returning to the stadium next year. Not that our family matters to them, but the city needs to stamp up the demand more for this group of stat nerds. Now, that's something else is getting bandied about. I heard that a lot on calls on MLB Network Radio. I'm seeing it a lot on Twitter. You know, oh, yeah, they're all just sucked into the analytics and they're not willing to get ballplayers. There's a happy medium to be had. There is. Analytics matter. That's how Trevor Bauer has become the pitcher he is now. Uh, the thing is, he's also right. You can't just go by the analytics. Why we didn't? Why we don't have Hunter Pence right now is beyond me. That could have been a deal you made for next to nothing. Uh, at Dutton Tanner, Tanner Dutton, what makes this year's deadline any different than last few years? Will this team have the same results of getting hot after the break and finishing second or third and a few games back in the division? Love this team, but can they get over the hump? 
Well, it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. Uh, at Bruce Race, he, uh, he responded to the video that I uh, retweeted, and he just said, liars. A lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. When we should be talking about the fact that the Cardinals are tied for first right now after tonight's loss to the Cubs, all we can talk about is the fact that it feels like a false hope. It feels like this team has been let down. It feels like this team is destined to finish outside the postseason again. And you don't want to give up hope. You don't want to sit there and think to yourself, yeah, they're not going to be able to get it done. Fact is, this front office needs to have a culture change. Again, I'm not, I'm not advocating that you sell the farm. I'm not advocating you give up Carlson or Gorman, but it's becoming increasingly clear that you didn't have to to make improvements on this team. It's becoming clear that it would have taken a lot less. And then all of a sudden, this news that they didn't want to trade from the Major League roster. Why? You don't want to take a chance on Zach Wheeler, but you're willing to take a chance on Michael Wanka going out there as your fifth starter. He's actually starting the, uh, he's got the start to begin the series against the Dodgers. This doesn't make any sense. And as a fan base, you have a right to be infuriated. You have a right to demand better from the people managing this team. Let me know how you feel at Moose or Moose at onairwithmoose.com. You can uh, find us on, uh, well, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, the brand new Himalaya Podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe to us in any of those uh, platforms. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'll keep an eye on things. There's no other trade deadline. This team is as it is going forward. The rubber game of this series against the Cubs is going to be tomorrow. And uh, hopefully they can pull out a series win and pull ahead back one more game ahead of the Cubs. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.